Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Conversations. It's your host, Rita Frank. How are you today, Frank? I'm doing pretty good. I just wish the weather would warm up finally. I'm ready for it to just be warm and stay warm. Yeah, it's been teasing us lately here where we're at. Over the weekend, it was pretty darn nice. But yeah. yes, it's getting cold again. And uh, sorry we've been so long with new content for you listeners. We've been out on uh, a little bit of a vacation, and uh, one of us had a new job, and the schedule has been a little crazy, so we're glad to be back at it. And we're just going to jump right into it. And I think we're going to start with Polly the Big... uh, I was going to make some kind of joke, but I'll go elephant in the room <laughs> of the Russia and Ukraine situation mm. that everybody's talking about. It's all you see on the news, especially the cable news. Yeah. Well, and I've heard it's all that you see on some of the social networking platforms like, um, you know, our mutual friend Lauren was talking about. Um, being actually able to see the video on TikTok of, uh, like, the tanks actually rolling over cars and, Mm. uh, you know, some of the things that are actually happening on the ground over there. Right. So she was talking about how unique that is, you know, that we live in a modern period and everybody's got these cell phones and you can just send the video footage around the world right there with a click of a button. So, so yeah. The eyes of the world have definitely still been on Russia and Ukraine, but... Yeah, it is interesting that, uh, you know, like you were saying, we're able to share this, like, in real time, because, you know, uh, some of the most famous photographs of, like, you know, World War Two, the flag over Iwo Jima, yeah. I'm sure it probably took... A couple of days, or I really don't know how long, but at least a couple of days for most people in America to have seen that picture. And, you know, here we are. We, we're seeing stuff happen pretty much as it's happening. Oh, yeah, sure. So it's definitely Well, crazy I've heard a lot of about. comparisons, too. There's a famous photograph of what happened in Tiananmen Square, you know, with China. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Communist Party, where they took over, and... Some guy stood in front of a tank, you know, like with his hand out. That was a famous picture. And I've heard some of these people in Ukraine, the way the the people are like stepping up mm-hmm. and forming these little, you know, militias or whatever they are, uh, these little fighting groups or right, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I guess there have been some images of them, you know, sort of doing some of the same things, standing in front of tanks, you know, um, Talking to Russian soldiers, maybe uh-huh. maybe being rude to them or making rude gestures and stuff. I don't know, but right. um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, uh, it's one of the last uh, updates I saw as we we're preparing for the show, uh, amongst several other. You know, companies recently announcing they're not going to do business in uh, Russia. Uh, like the other day, it was like MasterCard and Visa. They're not going to operate there. Yeah. Uh, several tech companies have stopped some operations there. 
And then the most recent ones I heard uh, was Pepsi and Coke, I think, or definitely just Coca-Cola is ceasing their operations in Russia or something like that. Yeah. And the only thing I keep thinking about with all these businesses doing that is they're mostly hurting the Russian people, not Putin and the Russian government. Isn't that true? Yeah. When I saw a headline today that Biden committed we're not going to buy any Russian oil anymore Mm -hmm. or whatever, who's that going to hurt? That's going to hurt the American people now. We're even, you know, we already can't get our own. And now if you take Russia off the table, that's just one less market we can buy from, you know? Right. Well, on top of that, I heard just the other day that he was trying to go to Venezuela and ask them for their oil. Who Biden was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to trade out buying oil from... One, one corrupt nation. Yeah, one corrupt government and dictator to the next instead of yeah. focusing on producing our own, which we're able to. <laughs> yeah. We would be able to. Yeah. We were able right. to. Right. We, yeah, one exactly. We ago. were, like, yeah, not even two full years ago. Right. I mean, we've covered this long, yeah. you know, since Biden came into office. Yep. Since the first analysis we've done. One of the first things he did. The pipeline. Mm-hmm. Keystone XL. Yep, and we covered how the Native people were going to benefit from it and how they were up in arms. And remember, it was a deal... That Canada was involved with, and the Canadians were just pissed that right. the contract got ripped in half. <clears throat> yep. And now the chickens are coming to roost. Yep. As they and say. gas prices are just going to keep going up. Right. So I don't know if it's good enough, but I think we could roll right into the State of the Union. Sure, you know, go that's for it. the other thing that a few people were talking about at work and in some other places, you know. Um, Biden yeah. did just recently do his State of the Union address. Yep, and, like a week ago from when we're recording on right. March 8th is today's date. Right. Um, but, you know, he starts off right off the top uh, talking about Russia and Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And then at one point in this speech, he commits, uh, he says that they're doing everything they can, his administration, to bring down the price of gasoline. <laughs> And he even talks about, you know, they've released some of the National Reserve or oh, whatever. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. So, I mean, it's just so funny to me, you know, that they're obviously not doing everything that they can. It's just a joke. Somebody like him saying something like that, you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. He's done everything but what should be done, in my opinion, you know, to bring down the cost of gasoline. Right. <clears throat> But otherwise, the only thing, I mean, I really did listen to almost all of it. I I think it was about 45 minutes long, if I remember correctly. Yeah, thereabouts. Maybe it was an hour, and I only listened to 45 minutes of it. But it wasn't that super long, and I did listen to most of it. Um, And I just remember hearing him misspeak a lot, Mm -hmm. saying a lot. You know, he jumbles up his words and and, uh, can't remember what the heck he's talking about. Yeah, he's got a wall, and it... (laughs) The stop the vaccine, <laughs> or something like that. Yep. 
Yeah, whatever he was trying to say. Gosh. Yeah, I've sort of watched it twice. I watched it as it happened, and then the next day I rewatched um, Steven Crowder's coverage of it because he oh, yeah. usually does a live stream and stuff like that. Well, there were two things that really stood out to me, though, when I kind of looked back over, you know, like what was out there on the web about it. Mm-hmm. And I guess there was this thing where Nancy, behind Biden, a couple times, oh, yeah. gets up like rubbing her fists together in some kind of like weird yeah, she, yeah. motion. Uh-huh. She does that like twice. I've and heard she looks that. so funny doing it. I don't know. I don't. Well, get one time was it wasn't it when like right when he was talking about the burn pits, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's so strange. Yep. <laughs> like she was clapping for burn pits or something. Yeah. Well, and she wasn't clapping though. She's right. like rubbing her little fists together, <laughs> like some kind of freak. <laughs> She's so well, weird. Pelosi for you. Too much Botox. She had too much medication and she forgot how to clap. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah. But then the other thing that really stood out was there was this congresswoman whose name is like Lauren Bogard or something like Bobert, that. Bobert, I think. Bobert, like okay, yeah. yeah, something. Um, and she called Biden out. He's talking about uh, coffins with um, the American flag draped over them, you know, in like some kind of homage to like a fallen soldier. Mm-hmm. And she like shouts, she's like, yeah, 13 of them. But he doesn't seem to hear her and just keeps going and immediately starts talking about the service of his son, Bo, you know, his precious Bo. <clears throat> so I just thought that was kind of an interesting moment, you know, that she talks about these. She shouts at him about these 13 fallen soldiers and he just starts going on how about how my son was a soldier. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Such an idiot. Well, it wasn't a very was not a very good speech. No, and most of them usually aren't. But it's whatever. He's really the worst. Yeah, I I was thinking about that the other day. I think he's worse than Obama. Like, right? Even as a president, you know, like in the behind the scenes stuff, not just the sure. in front of the camera stuff. Yeah, I think he's just bad. Obama did a better job of keeping the country together and somewhat normal. Right. Well, it's, uh, no wonder the, uh, Democrats aren't trying to use that 25th amendment. They talk so much about with, uh, uh, Trump. Yeah. Cause I'm, sure we've sort of mentioned before that it seems like at least some Democrats recognize he's a turd circle in the drain and they'd probably rather get him out and replace him. Yeah, but with Kamala, though, that's been the trouble the whole time. Right. It has been. She would be so. better. And then we'd have to listen to that cackle every day. <laughs> uh... And we'll have to do the things that we do, because uh, we do them. Yeah. Or whatever. When I heard her, she was explaining to somebody where, uh, what did she say, about Ru- Ukraine. Sort of oh, giving, like, the yeah. history of the Ukraine. The big country and the little country. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's like, Ukraine is a country. <laughs> 
in Western Europe or Eastern Europe or whatever it is. I guess it'd be Eastern Europe, right? <clears throat> and uh, yeah, and then she goes into that. <laughs> They're a little country being beaten up on by a big country. <laughs> She's just so everything's so childlike with her. Yeah, she's a child. Yeah, she's terrible. Right. Yeah, I don't think I really have too many comments about the State of the Union, other than no, it was boring. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know, completely missed. Uh, he didn't even talk about Afghanistan, which is sort of what. Uh, Laura Bobart was pointing out. Right, right. Um, and he pretty much is trying to paint how well his terrible year is as a big rosy picture. Yeah. So, oh well. Um, and I guess we is that all you had on your on it on the State of the Union? Yeah. yeah. But we kind of I know we kind of got off topic with the Russia and Ukraine sure. thing and. Um, there were a couple of things. I don't have too much on else to add to that either. But I did notice that the um, director of national intelligence, uh-huh. they put out their annual threat assessment in like early February. Uh-huh. And they were talking about how that I mean, it's the headline that we kind of mentioned before coming on air. Oh. They were talking about how Russia, you know, doesn't want a conflict with the U.S. or something like that. And it was funny to me. That headline in particular, when we're basically in a conflict with right. Ukraine. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't have boots on the ground, which is one of the other things that I'm going to add. Biden has been adamant about that. He keeps saying, we're not going to go fight Russia. Uh-huh. We're not going to get into a physical thing with Russia over Ukraine. Right, but we're basically supplying all the material right. for it. I mean, we're very much involved in this thing in Ukraine. So it just seems like silly. And another thing that's interesting to me is this report was released very early in February. I don't have the exact date. Mm -hmm. But it was just like a week or two later that Russia, it was on February 24th. I do know that one. I don't know when in February this report was released. But it's basically just days before they walk right into Ukraine. Yeah. So I think it's it's like you said they have these like rose-colored glasses on. They keep saying everything's fine, everything's fine as they're walking right off the cliff. They're they're morons, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> the opposite just keeps happening. Especially with Putin, you know, he's just going to make a mockery of just like he did with Obama. Yep. He used to always sure. make Obama look like an idiot. <clears throat> So, anyway. <laughs> well, with him and Hillary Clinton, they made themselves look like idiots with that going over there trying to do their whole reset. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know that'll always be a joke. Gosh. I wish I could remember what he pointed out to them, but he even tells Hillary, he's like, in our language, this does not say reset. Yeah, this I saw sa- that clip the other day. Blah, oh, blah, I wish blah. I knew I just, what it I says, can't too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um,. <clears throat> I'm not going to come up with it. Yeah, there's but, yeah. no way. We'd have to Google it or something. And you could too. Yeah. Um, but the only other thing I really have that we could maybe update the people on is... And did you have anything else? Um, I just have one little story. I oh, sure. Go ahead. Did you want to go first? Um, sure. Oh, I'll go right ahead. Um, 
while uh, I was looking for topics for the show before we started, I did find one article, I believe it was from The Federalist, mm. written by, I believe, Rachel Bobart, uh, probably no relation to the Congress one, but I have no idea, actually. Mm-hmm. And it was talked, or she was writing about um, uh, a thing that some... Republican senators have been doing regarding, uh, like, uh, nominees for different positions. Yeah. And they've been using something called uh, Rule 26. It's where um, a bill or a nominee can't be passed out of committee without a majority of the committee members present. So what some of the Republicans have been doing with some of these various nominees, um, one example is recently Pat Toomey from Pennsylvania uh, led uh, some other Republicans on holding up the nominee for uh, a treasury position. Yeah. And then Rand Paul... Uh, did it with some other person. I forget who it was. But they're able to do it since it's a split Senate. Uh, and that means the committees are also split, split 50-50. So it only takes all the Republicans not to show up to hold up the nomination. That's a pretty poor tactic, though, that it has to come to that. But... Right. I guess are these bad nominees? Are they doing it for good reasons? Um, we should put someone on that. Well, in this article, they were talking about the treasury nominee. Um, they, uh, it was talking about like um, this woman used to be on like some kind of fintech company board, like mm-hmm. financial tech uh, company, and um, uh. I think it's uh, I'll I'll have the link to the actual article so I may be getting some of the strong because I was mostly focused on the Senate rule right but um, I believe this particular person was like on the board of some kind of fintech company and then uh, was on some other uh, government role and um Prior to her being in that government role, some of these other fintech companies were denied approval for something. And then later, when she got to review them, they were approved. Uh-huh. I think that's sort of the gist of it. And, and some other... Questionable ethics. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Some other stuff like that. Gotcha. So, and the main one of the main points of the person writing the article was talking about is how they might use this rule... To hold up the Supreme Court nominee. Ooh. Right? Which I thought was pretty interesting, but I also thought it would mostly be theater. Cause, yeah, of course it would. Uh, as I'm pretty sure we've talked about and many others have, it's not necessarily, necessarily going to be a bad nomination. It might be a bad nominee, but... We're only replacing one liberal 
justice with another. Right. So it's not like we're really losing. I know it'd be too a poor molehill to die on. Right. You know. <clears throat> but I just thought that was. Plus, do you really think Lindsey Graham would do it? Uh, because he's I don't on know. the judiciary. Yeah. I don't see him not showing up. You know what I mean? Like doing a walkout, a strike on a judicial nominee. Right. Yeah, I mean, for the Supreme Court, anyway, right, especially. I don't, I don't know. It's tough to say, especially this far out, because they still got a while. Well, but, I feel like they're always they always end up being squishes in the. <clears throat> yeah, def- especially those uh, longtime Republicans. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they'd probably just be like, "Sure, Biden, I'll put your guy on the Supreme Court." Boom. Yep. Done. Rubber stamp. No problem. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I, like I said, I think it, it's sort of a waste of a tactic for the uh, Supreme Court nominee. But uh, I thought it was interesting that it's something they're able to do for when you know there really is a bad you know nominee up for uh, review, and yeah. that's. Something I didn't know about, so you learn something new. Yep, that's cool. Well, my something new is something that I'm thankful for, and it's that, you know, we're now, our basis of operation is here in Columbus, and the city's just lifted the mask mandates. So I'm super excited. I'm hoping I don't have to wear them to work anymore and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So, and I'm also hoping maybe... The listeners are experiencing the same in their hometowns or cities, and uh, maybe we'll be back to being a mask-free world again someday. Go back to the old normal, not the, <laughs> not the new normal. Right. That would be very nice. Yeah, I tried to look up. We'll include in the show notes. There's some cool link through AARP where you can look up your state and see if the regulations have been lifted or not. But I couldn't get a good list of, like, you know, major cities that have lifted it now. I'm sure there are a few. But but anyway. Yeah, I definitely know recently we went to the Petco, and we got told to put our masks on after we'd already come in without them. Yeah, that was kind of weird to me. Because yeah. they like came and tracked us down and right. told us to put our masks on <laughs> instead of just telling us at the beginning when yeah. we came in. I mean, yeah, because there was like two employees like right by the door when we came in. I'm almost certain if I recall correctly. This was a couple weeks ago now. Yeah. When it still is going to be business by business and everything. Right, of I course. I just hope that they'll want to make money and they'll want to have customers and that will make them not be, you know... Karen's about wearing the mask and everything. Right. <clears throat> well, that, that kind of makes me think about some, how the Arby's that's not far from us, I don't know if it's changed recently, but for the longest time, you've only been able to do drive through They didn't even have their inside open. Hmm, yeah. So I couldn't go get Arby's on my own if I wanted to. Yeah, I mean, hopefully people will be wiser coming out of this because there have been so many deterrents to business. Right. And I feel like, I don't know, 
if there still is a profit motive out there, hopefully, you know, the fact that they haven't had that drive in a while and maybe all this extra cash from the extra business will remind people why we lived the way we did before. Right. <laughs> while free, why free markets are good. Yes. <clears throat> all the, when the, you know, you got idiots like Bernie Sanders and Sandy Cortez running around yep. telling us how evil capitalism is, those greedy money grubbers. I majored in economics in college. <laughs> she should get a refund because she didn't learn anything. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. Yeah, like hopefully we'll all be mask-free soon like you're saying. I hope so. I heard Disney lifted theirs and, you know, some big places like that. Well, uh, we'll probably talk more about our recent trip on our other show, mm-hmm. the Wiki Wacky Radio Show, sometime soon. But while we were out in Las Vegas, we didn't have to put one on, I don't think, once. The only time we really had to have one on was when we were leaving Columbus in the airport going to Las Vegas. Yeah. And pretty much since we got there, we didn't have to have one on. Nope. We even got away with not having to wear one on the plane coming back. Yep. You just order drinks, folks. That's the... Uh... Yeah. That's... <laughs> just have, have to have a, really a beverage nice, in your hand. Nice stewardess. Because some stewardesses are still picky. Yeah. But if you got a nice one... As long as you got a drink, they don't care. Yep. So things are looking up, it seems. I hope that trend continues. <laughs> right. Well, is that all you got? That's all I got. That's all I got. And uh, listeners, we hope you enjoyed this, uh, what seems like a relatively short episode. I don't know how long we've been going, but it was... A good one, I think. Yep. It and was nice talking to you folks again. Yep. It's glad to be back from our little bit of a time off. And as always, please like, comment, subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you are listening to the show. Yep. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, uh, you name it. It's more popularity. We got links. <laughs> so check us out yep and if you're looking for more content you can always go to our website contemporaryconservative.net and you can find our alternative channel that's been mentioned the wiki wacky radio show yep and as always thanks for listening <laughs>